0: Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh Day Adventist Church. We are located in the Greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is the Reign of Grace. Now, here's Pastor Carey. Good morning, again, everyone. Happy Sabbath. You know, um, we are on our week five of our six weeks with Romans. And I have to say, I'm I'm, I'm a little sad that it's over. Uh, but, it, that it's going to be over soon. We're going to do part two um, for our next small group. So, so I'll have something to look forward to after that. But, we are on week five and, and through this time... I really feel like, as Martin Luther said, we really don't understand the gospel unless we understand Romans. And, and in my group, I know that we are really starting to um, to grasp what it, what, it, what it really meant, what, what Jesus did for us, and so, um, or what it means to be set free, or, or really, what it really means to not have to work out your salvation on your, on your, for yourself. Um, That truly it is a gift from God. And so today we're going to talk about um, the reign of grace. But ultimately, thinking a lot during this time about um, the advantages of what it is to know God um, in life. We have this great advantage Because we understand, we have, we're, we understand who God is and what He's done for us. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity to come to you, um, in rest and in praise and in worship. I pray, Father, that you, you, you lead us in our, in our time here, that your words will be spoken and that our, our hearts will be open and our ears will be listening, and we'll all be able to experience in true form um, what you have for us today. We pray all these things in the precious name of Jesus, amen. You know, I was, I was thinking about this earlier, that whether we're Christians or whether we are not, we all have problems. Do you know the the, um, percentage of divorce is pretty much the same, whether you're Christian or not? Um, People um, lose jobs, whether you're Christian or not. People have um, family problems, whether you're Christian or not. You have, um, people have, uh, you know, accidents and, Health issues and, and there's, so really there 's not much distinction because we 're all human and we all living our lives and things happen, whether we 're Christian or not and I was, t- I was thinking about this earlier, like how come there's some people that seemingly have all kinds of problems in life, and some people on the other side seem to be well adjusted to life's situations. And we look at in our lives, in our homes, and you you know yourselves and you know your journey and you could ask yourself, Well, have I lived a life that is 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 is, is a lot of hardship and have all kinds of problems and or are you you've said, Oh, I've lived a life that is relatively blessed and and you know i 've had my ups and downs but i 've kind of um, i 've had a, a good life. You might have to ask yourself those questions, um, but one of the things is, as Christians, we have this opportunity, this experience of knowing God, and we can have the advantages of life because of that and Today we are going to talk about one of those advantages. In a, in a special way here. Um, Romans 5 1 2 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith unto this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Paul talks about, since we were justified, because of our faith, not because of the things that we did, not the works that we did, but because of our belief and faith in Jesus, what do we have? Peace. Peace. Um, Peace can be very elusive. You know? Um, You... Know yourself and your life, and whether you 're in continual anxiety or not, or you you know you, you, you struggle with things um, but Paul says, through our faith that we are justified, we can experience this great peace. I think that peace is is Underestimated of importance in our lives. To be able to walk through your day with a with a joy, with a a a sense of calm, a sense of happiness, a sense of um, release from the burdens and guilts that you have. From all the mistakes that you made, God brings you peace. I think of anything that I could ask for in life at this per- certain time, I would ask for peace, and I just did. And you know what? God will grant me this peace, by my faith in him. Imagine if you had to just feel like, oh, here's God, God is like, we, we, you know, remember, Judaism, the Israelites, they came out of paganism. And they, in that, in the, and paganism is, well, you know, it's, it's not raining and it's farming season and we need rain, so let's do something to make them, to appease the God so it will rain. Right? Or whatever it is, you had to do something. You had to sacrifice something. You had to give your firstborn. You had to, you know, do whatever it is to make God act on your behalf. When you start to believe that, that is your understanding of God, all of a sudden you're working and you're just hoping you're doing enough and hopefully you're you're baying enough and you're, you're listening enough that God will bless you for all the hard work that you've done. Does that seem peaceful to you? Or, if you do all these wrong things, you're afraid that you're going to be struck by lightning because God is going to curse you because you're doing bad. Does that seem peaceful to you? No. God, we are justified by our faith and He gives you peace. That's the gospel there. That's taking advantage of what, of knowing and understanding what God has done for you. And whether you, you might wonder, like, oh, I've been going to this church, I've been religious for so long, and, you know, how come I'm not experiencing peace? Maybe we fully haven't grasped the gospel and what Jesus has done for us. You know, whether we have, remember, whether you have faith in Jesus or not, things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. Peace is not an indicator or, or is not determined by life events. You know what I'm saying? We can experience peace in the hardest of times. And we can not experience it in the easiest of times. With Jesus on the boat with the disciples, right? Jesus is at peace and want them to experience peace even though there's this great giant storm in life. Peace is not indicated, it's not an indicator, Of it's not determined by life experiences. Next verse will help us understand that. Not so, this is right after um, Romans 5, 2. It says, not so, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance Character and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. It's really a a perception thing. When we're looking at life as hoping that creating all the circumstances have to be perfectly aligned and everything going to be okay, and that is the determining of our peace, then whenever we focus on anything that is not right, and all of a sudden we're experiencing anxiety. You do that? In fact, I had that happen to me this week. I was like, certain things were not going as well as I wanted to, and I'm just like... Feeling a little bit down and wishing certain things would be different. Uh, and I've emphasized I've, my life. I'd be focusing on this this area that's, man, it's not working out. Just And it started to become bigger and bigger and it started to consume me. Have you been there? Yep. And then I just looked at my my son, Grant. And he was asleep just beautifully lying there and thought how wonderful it is that I have him in my life and my other children as well. Right? We look at this and we look at our life circumstances as determining uh, whether we can experience peace. And if if that is the case, we need everything to be perfect. Otherwise, we're not going to have peace and we'll just focus and focus on the things that aren't going right. But we look at things when we see things that aren't going right and you're having this great suffering that exists, hardships going on, you're looking at it in a different way. You're seeing this as oh, this is an opportunity for me to grow. It's like in being in college, right? You know, Who likes our high school or remember studying a big test? you got this huge test and you're studying and you're staying up all night and you're working hard and like, oh man, why are we doing this? This is hard and everything. But once you get past it, guess what? You can get that big job with that big raise, drive that nice car because you worked through this, Right? Same way with with our character in life. We, you know, of course, life is can be hard. Of course, life is going to be a challenge. And as we do that, as we break through these things, as we persevere, we move on to the next level of learning. Right? We've grown. We've become stronger. We've become better. We can become greater witnesses for God because of what, we've, what we persevere through. So even amongst sufferings, if we look at it that way, we can live with a sense of peace. God wants to grant you peace. Have you accepted it? Have you allowed that peace to be in your life? If he hasn't, what is the solution? Our faith. Our faith in him. Our belief in him. Then it goes on. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die, but God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I like Karen's um, children's message in that she was talking about, oh, she had this $35 fine and this thanks for giving me sermon material, Karen. Um, and she's $35 fine and she's all... You know, you know, bent out of shape on that. And then she realized, man, she was forgiven. And because of that, at one point she thought she was going to have to eat at Taco Bell. Man, she could eat at Olive Garden. Praise God for that, right? Man. So... Recognize this in our own lives right that that there's this when we acknowledge what God has done for us and and, and, and taking advantage of man, at one point we were here, but God has brought us here at one point we des- we're, we could have been destroyed. God has given us life it 's all perception. A perspective of life that god that God brings us, you know I, I, I was being ministered to my brother Dodd this week. he was telling me a story of this this person he works with um, and how she was all stressed out about something. she was really stressed out, um, trying to do whatever she i wasn 't really listening that well um, but about something. That she was doing. My sister knows why I wasn't listening very well. Um, and that, but at the end, she s- said this. He said this to her. He said, and, and she was trying to make, you know, the right decisions on this or that. And he said, all you need to do is do um, do what Jesus asks you to do. And then you don't have to worry about anything else. And I thought about that just for me in my own life. Whenever we feel stressed out about choices and, and, and things in life and wondering what to do. And, and, and sometimes we keep going, um, continuing on with our stress because we're just doing things because of our own selfishness, our own anger, our own guilt or whatever things that motivate motivate us to do whatever we're doing. But if we just did what Jesus asked us to do, we don't have to worry about the results. It's like the song that Bill is forcing us to sing, reckless love. <laughs> right? We don't have to worry about the consequences of our our life circumstances or whatever's going to happen in the future because we know we're going to be okay because that's what God told us to do. He's not going to forsake us or lead us down the wrong road. Right? Peace comes from believing in Jesus having faith in what he's done. Peace comes even in times of great hardships because we know that he's He's going to pull us through and we're going to grow from it. Peace comes when we follow his ways. I believe if we all did this, you know, exactly the way God had planned it in our lives all the time, our lives would be amazing. We wouldn't have the the problems. Maybe we would have problems, but our views on our problems would not be the way they are now. We would rise above anything that happens to us. And we would experience this. We would experience a life that no matter what happens, we are in a place of the peace that God has given us, that wants us to have. And finally, consequently, just as one trespass results in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act results in justification and life for all people. This is recognizing where this comes from. We come. Um, because of what Jesus has done. This is what Paul is saying. For one man, what he did for all of us to experience life. The gratitude that comes from this. We're going to experience Thanksgiving soon. And we're going to sit around the table and we're going to talk about what we are thankful for. When we recognize truly what Jesus has done for us, that he's given us, I'm I'm looking, I'm looking at all you guys and all of us can experience this power of peace because of what one person has done. And it goes beyond that. Everybody here in Downey and then through Los Angeles and then beyond, all of us can have this incredible peace because of what one person has done for us. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, is that we take, truly take advantage of what God has given to us. And may our lives be changed and transformed. May we be people of peace because of it. Let us pray. Father Lord, thank you so much for um, this moment in time with you, Father. I pray that you guide us and and lead us, um, help us to recognize that, yes, Things happen. Bad things happen. We've been hurt. We have. We've done horrible things that we wish we never have done. We've been brought up a certain way that um, wished we could have been. Our life circumstances could have been different. We all have these problems. And these situations and things that we can't control. What's done is done. But still, Lord, we accept your promise. That through our faith, our true belief in who you are and what you have done, you bring us peace. And we can sense and accept your incredible love that you have for us. Thank you so much, Lord. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.